Have you ever felt stuck as an academic leader? Perhaps you're not progressing at the rate you would like, or you're not advancing as a leader in your career. If that's you, listen and tune in to this episode because there is a good chance there is a lid on your capacity as a leader. In this episode, we will uncover what the leadership lid is and how you can blow it off so you can advance in your career and your life. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution Podcast. And in this episode, I want to discuss the fundamental principles of leadership as it relates to your leadership capacity. This lesson is titled The Law of the Lid or Your Leadership Lid. And it's straight from pillar number two, leadership identity of my physician success DNA method. Chances are that you, at some point during your career in academic medicine, whether you're a physician, physician scientist, or anything in between, a clinical educator, there have been times where you probably felt stuck in your career advancement. Perhaps there have been leadership opportunities that you feel like you deserved or should have had that you got passed up on, or perhaps you have just not progressing at the speed that you desired. And chances are that there is a very good chance that this is due to a leadership lit on your capacity, meaning there is a specific capacity on your ability to lead yourself and others well, that basically keeps things in check. That's why we call it a leadership lit. And that is a very important fundamental principle that if you understand it, it really opens up new doors because the leadership lit highlights the importance and impact of leadership in our lives. So once you understand the gravity of this principle of the leadership lid, it really informs everything else pretty much you do as a leader. Because once you realize that there is a capacity problem, you understand that it informs what you do in everyday life to basically blow the lid off get rid of the ceiling and advanced as a leader. So that's sort of the backdrop that I wanted to explain a little bit. But what does the leadership lit actually mean? As we talked way back in the beginning of this podcast, leadership is influence and nothing less. And everything we do in medicine and our personal life is somehow influenced 
by leadership, either by our leadership to others, if we lead people and we all lead people in our sphere of influence, our ability to lead ourselves, as well as, and we often forget this, to also submit ourselves to the leadership authority that we have been given in our life. And I know that sometimes can be challenging if we don't always agree on the same things, but there is a hierarchy in the leadership order in the world. So that's a whole nother topic I would love to discuss one day, but not today. But because we are all falling into a spectrum of leadership, either being led or being a leader, we have to understand this critical principle that everything rises and falls with leadership. How well we are doing in academic medicine, how well we are doing personally, and all rises and falls with our leadership ability. And that ability, that capacity is determined by where our leadership lid is. Let me give you a practical illustration or an example and then um, go from there. So you can probably think of leaders in your academic career or perhaps in your personal life or leaders that you have encountered elsewhere in your life that were excellent, that were highly effective, and that were good leaders. And obviously, they had a number of leadership skills, communication, vision casting, team building, all sorts of things. But all of these individual characteristics and skills and traits are determined by the leadership lit, meaning the capacity and ability for those specific characteristics and tools they have. On the other hand, you have probably experienced leaders that weren't as effective, and chances are that they are lit, their capacity was much lower. So let's make it practical and give it a number. Let's say you have a leadership lit on a scale from 0 to 10. 10 is like basically no ceiling. You are at your highest capacity and 3 is sort of trivially low level and have a lot to learn as a leader. Well, if your lit stays, your capacity at a 3, you can do all you want. You will never reach beyond the level three type of leader unless you raise that lid by becoming a better leader, learning the skills and learning the characteristics and traits and obviously, most importantly, actually work on yourself as a leader. The lid is really like a lid on a pot. If you think about boiling some spaghetti in the kitchen, you have a lid on the pot until the water is boiled. That lid is the ceiling on where the water can go. So that's what we're talking about. It is a level of effectiveness that you have as a leader for yourself as well as those around you. That means because there is a ceiling, again, it is very hard to overcome that ceiling and rise above the cap or the lid of your leadership unless you do something very specific to raise your leadership lid. So what do I mean by that? For example, you cannot overcome the leadership lid by just applying more brute force. You can say, well, I'm going to just apply more effort. I'm going to increase the productivity of myself or that of my team by just putting more hours in, by just pushing harder, by just squeezing more into the day. That won't work, right? Because 
how much harder can you really work? That works for a certain amount of time. If you haven't put many hours in and then you increase the effort and put more intensity in, yes, you will get some return of investment. But ultimately, that return of investment will diminish because you are burned out, exhausted, and tired. So brute force alone and just hitting the gas pedal will not be sufficient. It is a workaround people often use instead of focusing on raising their leadership lid. Instead of doing that, they focus on just applying brute force, more time, more effort. That ultimately will lead to failure and to burnout, and we've seen this a lot in medicine. The same is true for other characteristics. If you don't raise your leadership lid in terms of team building and communication, you can try other things. You could just tell your team, you, you know, you just do it. You just be a commander, like a, a dictator on top and just drill out like a drill sergeant and bark out orders. Well, maybe that works for a short amount of time, if at all, because people will nearly not enjoy that. But ultimately, it will fail. People will leave because they're fed up. They don't want to be told what to do and yelled at all the time. So you have to raise your leadership lid by raising your communication and your team building, etc. So these are just some practical examples. The other thing I would say that this is also very true for building internal characteristics. Very often, people feel, I've seen this over and over again, that people feel I have been in academic medicine for a while, I've had a number of administrative responsibilities and roles, and people always say, well, I want more leadership opportunities. I should be getting more leadership opportunities and this title and this role. And at some point, a lot of people come sort of, they feel like they, they should get it, and maybe they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But sometimes people get very frustrated when they feel they deserve a certain opportunity and they are not getting it. I think that is a wonderful thing because when that happens, a very leadership-like thing to do would be saying, wow, this is an opportunity. I'm really frustrated. I'm kind of upset and maybe sad that I didn't get this role and somebody else got it. But perhaps there's time for introspection you could look at, well, the other person got this because of this and that, and that's really not fair. Or you could say, well, why didn't I not get it? What, what within me maybe needs to grow in order to have that role? And I have to say, it's not always the skills, the prior experiences. They are very, very important, but it's also the strength of your inner man, the strength of your inner character, what is really important. And sometimes setbacks like this give us an opportunity to look at those and work on those. And so I would just say to the person who feels like, man, I have been passed up. I'm really upset. You can either dwell in being upset or frustrated, or you could look at, is there something in my inner working, in my inner character, in the strength of my character and my heart that I need to transform in order to be ready next time? The other thing I would say is, that many times people feel what got them here will carry them on forward. That isn't the case. What got you here will not get you to your future leadership position, your dream, your ambitions. It won't cut it. It will not be good enough. What got you here is what you had so far, your skills, your character, your abilities, but they will not be sufficient to get you to the next level. And many people think, let me just wait 
and get ready for the next level when I have the opportunity. I will grow into that position. I will grow in my leadership. Yes, you will grow and it's good to be stretched and, and grow into something that is out of your comfort zone. I'm all for that. What I do caution people about is to think about, well, I'm going to get ready when I have that next opportunity. Then I will learn more skill. Then I will have more ability. Then I work on my character. No, then it is too late. You have to work on your next level now. What does that mean? If you are currently, let's say, a level three or four leader and you want to advance, develop yourself already at this moment in time to be a level five or six leader by working on your personal development, working on your own growth, meaning working on all the things we talk about in this podcast. And then you will be ready. You will develop into the level six leader now. So when the level six position comes around, you are ready. And a lot of people aren't because they think they will learn more and get ready when they have that position. And that is totally backwards. That is kind of, uh, how should I say, lazy thinking comes to mind. We all do this. We all are danger of that. But it isn't what a true leader does. So how do you get ready? You do exactly what we talk about on this podcast. You work on yourself harder than you work on anything else. That means you work on your personal growth and development. The three key things we always talk about, work on your performance habits, increase your productivity so you have more time for other things, such as reading books that have nothing to do with your field or maybe with medicine, but rather with leadership or communication or team building or other characteristics. Number two, work on your leadership skills and on your personal leadership identity. That means you're learning leadership skills. Read a book about it, go take a course, take one of my coaching programs. Or number three, very important, work on your mental mastery, meaning your mindset, how you talk to yourself, how you talk to your others, how do you think about others and problems, all these things are critical and absolutely foundational in order for you to advance on, as a leader and raise your leadership lid. If you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it for you. So we always have to be growing. And in fact, this never goes away. This will only go away by two ways. Number one, if you die, we all will at some point. Number two, if you become complacent, there's plenty of complacent people out there. That means they are just happy where they are. And that's fine. More power to you if that excites you. That is, as you can tell, not me. So and chances are probably not you. Otherwise, you would not be listening to this podcast. You watch Netflix or scroll on Twitter. But if you really want to grow as a leader, these are really important things. Learning and growing will never, ever stop. And that's an exciting part. That makes life exciting, at least to me. So to wrap up, your leadership capacity, how well you do it as a leader in any area of leadership skill is determined by your leadership lit, which is also described as the law of the lit that I learned from my mentor, John Maxwell, many years ago when I was reading his books. The law of the lit will really help you be aware, where am I as a leader right now? Where do I want to go in the future? And you can raise that leadership lid by developing yourself first, by focusing on your personal growth and development more than anything else. 
Jim Rowan always said, you have to work harder on yourself than anything else. And when you do that, success is in your wings. But if we just work on other things and never on ourselves, we're going to meet failure and failure and failure meaning opportunity for learning and learning and learning. I hope this served you. Please share this with friends and colleagues. It really helps grow the podcast, but not only that. I strongly believe if we do that, we can change academic medicine because it starts with changing people's thinking and their awareness. So with that, I'll leave you. Stay after the music. I have a special announcement uh, with prizes to win and talk to you next week. Have a great day. Hey there, friend. Did you know that the Academic Revolution podcast turns one year this May? That is a huge milestone because, quite frankly, most podcasts don't make it past the fifth episode. So in honor to celebrate this huge milestone, I decided to do something special. If you, between now and May 19th, rate and review the show or share it with your social media or friends, you have a chance to win a prize. Those prizes include books, gift cards, and one-on-one -on -one laser coaching session with yours truly. I'm super excited about that. All you have to do is leave me a five-star review and share the show with other friends or colleagues. Just snap a picture of your review or you sharing the show on social media and that gets you an entry into the drawing for the prices. Just email me the picture at inga at ingahoffman.com. Remember that is one F and two N's Again, inga at ingahoffman.com and send me the snapshot of your review or your sharing on social media. The winners will be announced week of May 29th and obviously I will notify you via email as well. If you email me, I got your email. So thank you so much. Keep on sharing the show. Keep on making a difference out there and talk to you soon.